Welcome back to the Ancient Health Podcast, where we educate you on real health solutions that will help transform the way you live, feel, and overcome disease naturally. I'm your host, Courtney Versage, along with Dr. Josh Axe and Dr. Chris Motley. We're so happy you've joined us. Let's dive into today's episode. Hey friends, Dr. Motley here, and welcome to the Ancient Health Institute Podcast. And today I wanted to have a podcast that discussed the interrelationship community of individuals or um, the people around you and how that can be described with your element and the element type of another individual. So when we talk of different types of personality traits, we talk about Enneagram or people talk about Zodiac, a lot of individuals like to base their relationships on the, uh, the evidence of how certain characteristics are in people or implanted in people from their birth and can you get along with those individuals depending on what enneagram number you are well in chinese element theory remember well let's recap there are five elements and the five elements are going to be fire earth metal water and wood and many individuals have given me uh sent good messages asking like how do i know which element i i am now there's previous podcasts and there's posts on the health institute ancient health institute um, feed on instagram and it tells you how to get a good idea of what element type you are um, i could go through all of those but um, there are certain characteristics uh, that can be uh, explained uh, very well and if you look at uh, there's a great book by dr josh that's called uh, ancient remedies and ancient remedies has a really good explanation within the book that tells you how you can have a test or find out what element type you are. Uh, for example, um, people that are fire elements have more of that fiery personality. Their face is shaped like a heart. They have more of a pointed chin. They have a bubbly personality. They like to get up in the morning and do things really early and then relax by the mid-afternoon. They burn fire. They burn a lot of ATP, whereas that leads into the earth element. And the earth element is a real big teddy bear of a person. Um, and they usually are, have more of a rounder face. So they feel very firm and they're very comforting. People like to plant their feet into an earth element. And so these individuals are people who listen really well, who usually stay pretty calm, but are always worried about other people. And then you have people that the metal element, their face is shaped like metal. They have like angled jaws, angled cheekbones, and they usually have a slender frame but they're good organizers. They love to organize and have th appointments and schedules on track, and they usually make really good leaders. Uh, their emotions are really set in the lungs and the large intestine, which means they like to, uh, they can hold things in if they're not careful. But what the thing is, they need to like to express their grief. That's a metal element. And that goes into the water element, like the water element is a kidney and bladder person. So when you have this kind of individual, uh, the water element usually has a face that has really smooth cheeks, their skin's really soft, usually darker hair, uh, larger eyes. And these individuals can retain water because it's based on the kidney function of that body type. So that's a water element. I'm a wood type, a wood element, which means that my face is a little bit more slender. I have a slender frame. My arms and my legs look like uh, the tree roots. They're sinewy, they say. And so you start to see these characteristics within each element. And it is a job that you can find which element you are just by studying your presentation. And many times we'll say, well, can you uh, switch and have different elements? Yes, you can have elements that you can have two elements that are present within you because it could depend upon your parents. Your parents, one of them could be a, a huge water element and then the other parent could have tendency to be a metal element. So you'll notice that as you grow in life and your stressors and environment change, you may pull or mimic one parent more than the other during certain times of your life. And you will literally see the characteristics, even the physical characteristics, even 
faces changing shape. And I've seen that before with different before and after pictures. But um, when the shapes change, it means that the body is using the DNA, the chromosomes, getting your genetics to kick in. So during the first part of your life, you could have mimicked your mother. And then after that, you start to hit a different type of stress, environmental stress as you go forward in life. And then you can start to pull on how your dad handles stress. And people think it's really unusual. I don't think it's unusual because let's say, for instance, that your mom was a worrier. And so she created the neurochemicals and the hormones to create constant worry. Well, then as later in life, you may encounter something different in your environment or your stage of life. And then it called you to do something like instead of worrying so much, you had to become a fighter or a warrior uh, in that type of hormonal release. So you may call upon certain parts of your genetics and certain parts of your chromosomes to start producing higher amounts of cortisol or serotonin. And that, that will give you more of a warrior-like personality. So you start to shift. You could act like one element when you're younger and then another element as you get older. So that's why people say, well, am I two elements? Well, you can have characteristics of two, definitely. Now, I will say this. The facial characteristics of the elements and the body type usually gives you what their main element is, though. Okay, I hope I'm not sounding confusing, guys. But let's say like my mom, she has lots of she has a, a square face, but she my mom has a lot of water element within her, a lot of water element um, uh, characteristics. Now, I don't have that characteristics. I don't have that facial feature. My dad, he has quite a bit of wood element within him. So I mimic more of my dad's characteristics in that. So um, is there times when I have a worry or, or fears that mimic my mom? Yes, that's, that can happen. So usually, though, the face diagnosis tells you which organs are your primary organs, though. Okay. So if I'm a wood element, guys, I primarily draw on the liver and the gallbladder. And that means that my body is meant to grow and progress, be the pioneer, because that's what the liver and the gallbladder help do. They help you with protein and cholesterol metabolism, helps you with doing what? Creating DNA and RNA through the process of methylation within the liver. So you find those characteristics within the organ and you want to nourish that organ, those organs, because that will help you in your element time to get the healthy aspect of your element. So I'm a pioneer. It means I need to take ideas and move forward with them. You give me an idea and I want to accomplish it and move forward. What happens in the unhealthy state, I can go into the unhealthy emotions of that element. I could become, I could be angry or resentful or frustrated. That's the negative emotions within the wood element. So let's review. The fire element has to do with the heart and the small intestine, the thyroid, the adrenals, and the sex glands. And then the earth element has to do with the stomach and spleen, which is like the lymph organs and your digestion. Then you have the metal, which has to do with the lung and large intestine, which is breathing and oxygen and detoxification through the breath and also detoxification through the colon. And then you have your um, water element, which is filtering the fluids in your body, excretion, getting rid of waste, and that helps you with extra detoxification. And then you go into the wood element, which is the liver and the gallbladder. So you want to accentuate the organs within your element. And that means like finding herbs and spices that actually heal these organs up because it helps your personality and mood. So if I don't keep my liver and gallbladder healthy in my way, I know something's off because I get frustrated because my blood is dirty. It's not getting filtered or cleaned by the liver efficiently. So it gets into my brain and then I feel toxic and I feel upset. That's what it means whenever you have the negative emotional aspect of the element. And I know many of you out there are going to go and start researching your element, but it's really good when you look into your element and you can start to see that the people around you have certain element types or certain element characteristics. Now, I want to go over this with you because I didn't want to get too wordy, but the thing is that whenever we talk about how do you choose your relationships, how do you choose your community, why do they choose you? 
Now, I have my notes here that I wrote down, but you can't really see them on screen. I wish I had a screen that could show you how things are diagrammed within element theory, theory. But in the law of the five elements, it's like a circle that shows how if you take fire and you burn the, I mean, take fire and let's say you took wood. So wood feeds the fire. This is called the Shang cycle, which means the life cycle. So the wood is cut down, right? Follow me here. The wood goes and puts placed into the fire and then the fire gets hotter. And then the, the wood is burned down to ash and it eventually becomes earth. And then the earth, the ash will seep down deeper into the earth, down into the core, and it becomes hardened minerals, which becomes metal. So then the metal then helps to do what? Helps to feed the underground water sources. And so the metal feeds the water, mineralizes it. And then that mineralized water then comes back up to the tree root and feeds the wood. So the water feeds the wood, wood feeds the fire, fire feeds the earth, earth feeds the, the metals, and the metals feed the water. It's a continuous cycle. But in Chinese five element theory, they also can attribute that to the way that you would get along with another element. What feeds you or what destroys you? That's pretty harsh language, right, guys? But whenever you find out what feeds your element, you can find that those individuals actually will help you, encourage you, and strengthen you. Now, there's another aspect of it, guys, called the co-cycle. Now, the co-cycle is the destructive cycle. So let's say this. If you're a fire element and you are burning hot, you could take that heat and burn up a wood element. And the wood element would be burned up to a crisp. So a wood element can be a friend with a fire element, but if they are too hot for them, they'll feel uncomfortable. There's two aspects of it. There's organs that are yin and yang, and I'm not trying to get too complicated, but let's just stick with the element description. If you have a lot of yang expression within the fire element, um, that means that you could have a lot of heat within like the thyroid, the adrenals, the, the digestive area. What that means is like if you burn too hot, that yang energy gets really, really hot. And, but if you're in the yin aspect, which is the more uh, reclusive, the more dormant, that means that you have a softer element type. For instance, I have more of yin quality within um, the wood element, which means um, I don't have too hard of an edge as a wood element. I'm, I think I'm pretty agreeable, but I usually try to do tasks and get those things done, but I like to do them like in a nice, easy manner. And I want people to get along. It's just that I have a, a tendency to have more of a yin, softer personality. Whereas some people that have yang energy of a wood element would have a really hard edge and they just tell you what they think. And this is how it is. And I'm going to move forward and people get out of my way. That's how it works. So let's take this again. You have yang energy. If you have fire, just say the fire, if it's too hot, it's going to burn up the wood. And that's the co-cycle. Like if, and also too, if you had, if you had a metal element, a metal element represents the mountains, but it also represents the ax. So the ax can actually come in and cut up the wood. So if you have a friend, like if I'm a wood element and I have a metal element friend who is too stiff and too like hard edge and they're just robotic in, in essence, that kind of personality can actually cut me down. It can make me feel, I don't say worse, but it could actually uh, reduce my emotional output. It would probably take away some of my, my fervor and my exuberance in life. So people have relationships or community and you're a wood element. You probably don't want to be around too many metal elements because it could cut you down. Now, if you are a water element, remember water can get what by the fire? It can evaporate. So we're saying this, like a fire element that's really, really bubbly and really excited. And hey, how you doing? If they start to have friendships with people who are water elements, if they're too hot, they'll evaporate the water element. 
And that's why, because a lot of water elements, if you find their natural characteristics, the, the kidneys and the, and the bladder usually encourage those individuals to be the philosophizers. They, they philosophize, they get into their head. They're very intuitive. They like to stay internal and like to internally process. Whereas a fire element likes to externally process and tell you everything that's going on and ex exude that energy. Whereas the water element goes, hey, I don't need that much energy. I just want to, you know, chill out and process internally. Whereas they sat down with their fire element friend, they'd be like, tell me everything that's going on. You see, they, you have to be very mindful about who you associate with, not because people are bad or that you think that these elements are bad. No element's bad. I'm saying that you have to choose why do you get along with people that you get along with? Why is it that um, I get along really well with water elements? Because water elements feed me. Now, it doesn't mean give a person energy to drain you. Like, I'm not saying water elements need to give me energy so that they, they drain me all the time. I mean, feed me all the time and it drains them. I'm not saying I don't want to drain them. It's a nice mutual relationship, whereas they probably like to be a philosophize in their mind, but also give ideas because that's what they do to the wood element who takes the ideas and runs with them. So a wood element can be very receptive to the internal processing of a water element. And that would be a great friendship, a good relationship, a good community. And then if I'm a wood element and I have fire element friends, fire elements, then I would be that person that would go into the fire element and I would be able to kindle them. I can encourage them, give those individuals uh, things that would actually encourage and strengthen those organs in their life and actually have more fervor and more exuberance. Remember, but you want to make sure that uh, when you're in the Shang cycle, that constructive cycle, when you're building relationships, you want to find the individuals that can help uh, feed into you and you can feed into those other individuals. It's about feeding each other. Now, I'm going to go into other aspects about the co-cycle. Now, the co-cycle is be very aware of like what types of um, relationships could actually uh, hinder you or make you feel frozen or make you feel like you can't move forward. So I had a really good like on my, my notes that I took here. Um, whenever you think about this way, like the wood, the trees break up the earth, the roots break up the earth. So a wood element like myself, I can have friends that are earth elements, great, nice, you know, soft uh, those huggy individuals, those teddy bear people in their lives that just make us feel comforted. But if I am like one of those individuals that's always like, give me a task, let me get it done and let me move forward because I like to get it done. Well, that can be a little offsetting to earth element who likes to just be calm. Things will come to us. Let's just be you know, nice and easy about it. But that wood element characteristic could break up the earth. So then you can think about how then if you have, remember the fire like extinguishes the water, you have the metal that cuts the wood. And then you have what we call um, the kidneys. The kidneys can uh, actually give, can really get burned up by the, by the fire. But one of the biggest things is I was just thinking in my head that the earth element too, the earth element has a tendency to dam up the water. So if you have a water element and um, you have an earth individual that's, you know, friends with them, you'll see that the, the, if the earth element is just too, I hate to say it, worries all the time and um, is always pensive and always feeling, you know, uh, aware that everybody doesn't like them. And because there's a lot of self-awareness in earth element, it can actually block the, the leading of the water. It dams it up. So there's a lot of ca uh, characteristics. So I wrote it down like this. The wood breaks up the earth. The earth dams back the water. The water puts out the fire. The fire melts the metal and the metal cuts the wood. So when I say the, metal, the fire you know, melts the um, metal, it means that if you have a fire individual who's really bubbling and just continuously always outgoing and just 
uh, wants to move forward with life. Remember, if that metal element who's an organizer and likes to keep things nice and in order and, in, and doesn't like the pizzazz or like to go by the, they call it the seat of their pan is, pants. Is that the, the name, the, the term? But a fire element can be too much for that metal element. So you start to see that individuals, when you look at the elements and you look about how each element has their characteristics, you start to see that they could probably get together or not get together or be friends or have companionship. I think it's um, very, very interesting is that even with the co-cycle, you know, sometimes people do need a spit of an edge. So sometimes when people ask me, they go, okay, let's put this in, in perspective. If you were a water element and um, you're raised like in a fearful situation because the kidneys and the bladder and the water element are associated with the emotions of weird, a worry and pensiveness uh, and uh, always uh, fearful. And if you had that and you are a friend with an earth element, the earth would dam up the, the water. It means that that earth element could keep you back from going too far forward into your worry. So you could have an earth element individual who could just calm you down a bit. Like it's going to be all right. You don't really need to allow that, that water element flow too much. You don't want to get too raging and worry. You need to just back off. So that's how in the co-cycle, the destructive cycle, people could actually benefit from each other. That's why like if you had a metal element and a metal element loves organization, where you have a fire element who wants to keep going and just let's do this, this, and this. And uh, let's just uh, see what happens where a metal element could come in and say, okay, this is great energy. This is the way you put it out there, but let's organize it and have some structure to it. That's how uh, hierarchies or uh, business setups are do really well because they find out how the personality of that person's type can actually feed or destroy or you know um, lessen the effectiveness of the other uh, element types. So we see in a personality types in testing. Um, I know that people will look into personality types and they'll say like I'm you know if I do any type of personality testing for a company and they tell me that I'm introvert extrovert you know that I uh, basically I'm outgoing or I internalize. The thing is that I always say that the face, and I say the hands too, but the face and the characteristics usually give you a really good perspective of what is going on internally of that person. So you can right off the bat, in my opinion, like when I have patients come in or clients come in, I see them, I'm not judging them. I just have an idea of which organ is the most uh, pronounced within that person's type just from their facial diagnosis or way their face looks and even in the, in the shape of their hands. Um, I have really skinny hands and my hands get, uh, it can get really hot during the day, especially when I'm working on individuals with their electrical systems because a lot of the voltage and a lot of the electricity transfers to me. So my hands get really warm, but my hands are really thin. And that usually means that I have higher thyroid function and my mom has high thyroid function issues. So whenever I have thinner hands, it means that I've eaten away a lot of the, uh, the, the sugars and the fats in my body. So my hands don't have a lot of meat on them. Makes sense. But that would tell me that I run hot with my thyroid which means that if I'm a wood element that I probably just, I want to keep moving. So you can look at the hands and can look at the shape of the hands as well. But really, when you look at the face, you can tell if I'm like, a, you're definitely, uh, Motley, you are a, a gallbladder and liver dominant person. So that would mean that if you had a relationship, it's like you can definitely have a relationship with the fire element and you definitely can have really good relationships with water elements. Now, you can have very good uh, constructive and uh, meaningful and uh, feeding type uh, relationships with these types. But if I go into the metal that cuts down the wood, I have to be very mindful. If they are a metal element, I want them to be the yin metal, like a softer edge to them so that they don't cut, my, my, uh, cut me down, basically. And so that's how you start to perceive how the elements start to work with each other. And it's really interesting that whenever you start to see like, and 
uh, relationships and how relationships blossom where people are like, I don't know how it's happened. We just came together and we really got along and it was a great relationship or great friendship or community. And you look at their face diagnosis and I go, of course, uh, your elements totally feed each other. Whereas like um, the times when people, I hate to say, get separated or divorced or families don't get along is because they, you can see that their element type, their organ strength, uh, their organs do not get strengthened by the people they're around. They literally get diminished by the people. And you see that uh, a lot of times with individuals and with their kids. Um, I, I hate to say it, like people come in and ask me like, Dr. Molly, what do you think the element type of uh, my daughter is? My daughter and I do not get along at all. Like I had a lady that is a great patient and she was like, I think my daughter doesn't like me at all. But if you look at her daughter, her daughter has all the characteristics of a, of a of earth element. Um, she has around her face, around her cheeks. Um, usually with females, hips are a little bit uh, not wider. They just have uh, more fullness to them. And uh, they actually have a little bit more um, uh, roundness in the shoulders. Now, her mother is a wood element. And her mom has a lot of wood yang energy. Like She likes to go for it. The, this is how I'm going to get this, this job done. And if you give me a job, I'll get it done in three days. Whereas the earth element's like, let's just get it done when it gets done. So the daughter feels uprooted or displaced or get broken up by the mom who's a wood element. So it's not that her, mom, her daughter doesn't like her mom or they don't get along. It's just that their natural personalities may not mesh very well. So we use people say like, uh, you know, they favor one kid over the other, or the one kid loves the one parent more than the other, probably because they make them feel comfortable. One parent makes them feel comfortable because of the element matchup. There is a shang cycle construction, constructive energy to it. Whereas if you don't get along with one of your parents, you're like, you know, you ever see these stories where people are like, man, I don't get along with my parents, one of my parents at all, my dad at all. You look at his element. And then you start to see how the emotional upbringing or like their genetic baggage from their parent, if they had to deal with a certain element type in their life. And so if you don't get along, you start to go, well, that's the reason. That's why you get to a point where you say, well, now I understand my father, why he did the things he did. Maybe you never will. But when you start to understand, you go, okay, that element type is this way. This is why they act this way. And you don't give people excuses, but it shows you that in our environment, in our culture, guys, we have uh, trans fats, we have high amounts of sugar, we have high amounts of stress, we have pesticides around us, environmental toxins, and those all can actually, can really cause toxicity within the organs, uh, especially the dominant ones within each um, type, uh, element type. So you have all these factors coming in and each element can get weakened and the negative characteristics come out. I am telling you what I've seen individuals, like especially children who lash out at their parents and you start to clean out their digestion. Uh, you start to clean out their liver. I've had, uh, thankfully, we've seen with the work of other doctors, like children with autism. And I've had one that has, it's a very strong wood element. And he has chronic liver congestion because his colon's always sluggish because of all the, the uh, way that parasites and also two infections built up within the liver and colon. But when I started flushing the liver and got it healthy and got the blood moving, a lot of his autistic characteristics were lessened because he started to get more cognitive because his brain was functioning better because his blood was cleaner because his liver got better. And so you'll find people that are fire elements and they're real manic and they have this hysteric energy and they're just like running all the time, but you start to nurse their heart, give them good herbals to help the heart and strengthen them. And you'll start to see that those organs start to calm them down because the heart can relax. It doesn't have to like go and try to pump out a lot of energy to meet some form of emotional programming that's running in their head. You nourish the heart, it gives it the capacity to start processing information and you'll start to see those individuals calm down. So remember, guys, I just want to go over this. The shang cycle is constructive. The wood gives birth to the fire. Fire gives birth to the earth. The earth then helps feed the metal. 
the minerals. The metal then goes in and feeds the water with minerals like mineral water. And then the water helps the wood grow. And then the co-cycle is the wood breaks up the earth. The earth dams back the water. The water puts out the fire. The fire melts the metal. And then the metal cuts down the wood. If you write those down and you start to get the facial diagnosis from the other posts, you'll start to go, no, no, don't go out there, guys, and start looking at everybody and go, you're a metal. We're not going to get along, so we can't be friends. No, it can be very limiting in a positive way. The co-cycle can be used in a great way. Like those individuals can keep you in nice fashion, like in, in a good order, and you can do that for somebody else. I say that whenever you have a great balance, it's not about being happy all the time. Like I just need somebody to feed me and I need to feed somebody else. You want to have a great balance of friendships. You want those individuals that actually feed you and you can feed into others. That really creates a really good community. But there are times when you need those people that can help calm you down, put a barrier up to you. So um, that's a good brief explanation of how element theory um, can actually heal up and feed uh, a good community of people or good friendships and even romantic or mar- relationships or marriages. Um, I think I would like to go more into uh, in, a, in another podcast, if we can, about how the emotions of each type, and I can give you a brief explanation. So like if you have fire element types, the fire elements usually are uh, deal with the, the emotions of joy and with happiness, um, with laughing. Um, if you go into the earth, that usually has to do with your worry or your lack of self-value or lack of self-worth. You can never do enough kind of feel to it. Your metals are usually about um, how uh, grieving, uh, the sadness. They always have some form of grief or sadness in their life. They just can't let go of. And then the, the water element, the kidneys usually have to do with fear or not being able to move forward. They're paralyzed in, in their footsteps. And then the wood has to do with anger and frustration. But those are the negative aspects of it. I'm saying that we want to make sure that if we're unhealthy, we'll get out of that. Um, if you ever find yourself in your certain element and you start to have the negative aspects of your element type, the negative emotions, you know that your organs are not functioning at 100% and you need to get those get checked out by a good Chinese medicine practitioner or a good kinesiologist, a good holistic practitioner. Um, good ways to get those assessed are getting functional medicine testing to see where your organ balance is at or go get Chinese medicine diagnosis or Ayurvedic to see if your organs are balanced and if you can get those back up to par to, to strengthen you. So um, I wanted to make sure that this was um, a podcast that was uh, feeding you. I, I think it's really great to understand how um, you can know your element type, but also understand the element type of another. Another good way to know element, and this is a whole other uh, podcast or another like, let's do some posts or some reels about it is the lines on the face can actually uh, then coincide with your element. The lines and the grooves on the face can give you indications of like wh- what your organ health is or what um, organs are affecting your element type. So if I'm a wood element and I depend on my liver and my gallbladder, that can definitely you know, give me some sickness or keep me in balance. But the lines on my face, because they're all attached to the facial nerves and your facial nerve uh, in, in uh, neurology, there's like 30 to 40,000 nerve endings and they just innervate all your face. So where are they attached to? Your brain. And so whatever happens in the brain, your trauma, your sicknesses, your diseases, any of those things can actually go into um, the facial nerves and cause lines and creases within the face or around the areas of the face causing, there could be spots, there could be acne. Those things can actually give indication of what other organs are causing some weakness within your normal organs, like your gallbladder and liver. That's a really good explanation. You can actually look at people's faces, guys, and you can find the creases and lines and go, oh, they deal with a lot of adrenal stress or they had a lot of gallbladder issues. So I want to clear this up too. If you were like a water element and you have fear and paralyzed will, your natural, the natural go-tos for your emotions. Remember this though, you could experience a lot of anger from your parents when you're a kid and you could have stuffed that into your gallbladder or liver. Even though you're dominant, 
within the, the water element. You can still have other organs that get dysfunctional because you're in an environment within like other stressors like anger or frustration. But you can always process all the emotions well if you keep your kidneys and bladder clean if you're a water element. If you keep them healthy, you'll process your fear really well and your paralyzed will. But you also process all the other emotions like the anger and the frustration and such of the other elements. You see, you can get along with other people really well if you keep your organs healthy. That's the, the beauty of it. For me, if I keep my liver healthy, I can handle most all element types, right? And that's the point. You want to keep balanced. So we can talk about facial diagnosis uh, another time, which I think is really good because back in the day, they didn't have a lot of ways to like, you know, do MRIs or CAT scans. They had to go by what was presented to them uh, on the outside of the body back in the old days when they did different types of healing techniques to find out what's going on internally. And that's the beauty of it. You don't, I like uh, Chinese medicine and different times of holistic practitioners because you can actually find out what's going on uh, before you even have to get another test done. I like all types of testing, internal and since we have the technology, go for it. But I think that it gives you a heads up as a practitioner and those people out there uh, have confidence in those practitioners that can see that, yes, this is going internally, but we also see this evidence externally. And I, the one thing about external evidence, and I'll, I'll give you this before I let you go, is that when you start to see it on the face, and even though your blood work or your analysis or your hormone testing doesn't show, let's say, if I saw an area on your face that's still with the gallbladder and the gallbladder showed on your face swelling and there's some discoloration, I already know that there, there's a gallbladder issue. But what if your gallbladder testing and all that stuff didn't show that, well, to me, it's preventative because it didn't get to the point where it's going to show up on your blood test or your, your ultrasound or anything like that, or even in your liver enzyme test. You're trying to cut it off at the pass. If you see those kind of things coming up, you want to go ahead and be preventative and clean it up. And you'll see the facial area start to lessen and get out of swelling. And that keeps you from having to go into that danger zone of your blood work or your hormone work. It's prevention. So that's what I love about um, body typing and element theory. I think it's really good. It's helped me so much in the years I've been in practice. So guys, I hope this was informative and I hope that you guys can um, study it. Just check it out. Just go into and look at on the net, look at um, uh, Chinese element body types. Nothing crazy, nothing weird. It just tells you how your body is shaped like the elements. They say that um, we're made of the dust of the ground, you know, and so maybe we resemble some of the things of the earth, right? Guys, I'm Dr. Motley. I'm really thankful that you guys joined me on this podcast. I hope it was interesting. Um, guys, uh, the relationships, the community that you are in, study them, study yourself and let's see what you find out. All right, guys, take it easy.